You are listening to the weekly podcast of Trinity Life Cathedral Church in Germantown, Tennessee. We pray you enjoy today's message. Stick with it, obey it, and watch God do what he did in his life. He'll do it in my life because God has no respectable person. Amen. So I tell people, amen, are oh, you trying to be like Bishop Hill? I'm not trying to be like Bishop Hillary because my name is uh, Bishop MacArthur Davis. But I do see the receipts he got. So, do you have those receipts? Okay, say no more. We cut the conversation out right now. I see the receipts, as the young people say. That's the that's the way they mean. Oh, you got proof. You got proof. Yeah. So I see the result. I see I see the receipts he has. So he's been teaching and preaching longer than I've been living. Been doing it for sixty. So I think he's well invested in the kingdom of God. <laughs> so I said, I'm all right, they're fine. Y'all laugh at me and all that. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep being obedient. I don't need to be in this circle. I don't need him to call my name out. I know I'm one of his sons and daughters. Every month we have a we have a we have a power talk. And it be preachers sneaking on there to try to get some nuggets. I'm going to need you to get off this line. Because his people who's running it already, they have a list of all his sons and daughters and his protégés. And they know our emails. They know everything about us. So when we online and we're Zooming, he already know. He already know. So he lets them pastors know that we want to sneak and, 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 and get Get, yeah, get the revelation, but don't want to come up under sonship, meaning they don't want to commit. They want it, but they don't want to commit. We like that, amen? I want it, but I don't want to commit. Bishop, I love your teaching, but I, I don't want to commit. You ain't ready You ain't ready to get the full results. Y'all ain't saying. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I like your teaching, Doc. Your teaching, man. But right now, I just I don't, don't want to do no church. But we don't do church over here, no way. What you talking about? It's time for you to surrender. It's time for you to submit in your life, and you can see the power of God work in your life. Amen. Praise God. All right. I guess we're having problems. We're definitely having difficulties. Okay. When you are facing unexpected challenges, it seems like the odds are stacked against you. Do you quit? Do you throw in the towel? Do you bow out? Do you take flight? Or do you rise up to realize that you are made to win in the moment of adversity? This is what I've had to do over the years to accomplish the things in business and in ministry. This is the achievers mentality who chooses to win against the odds. I'm presenting at the 2023 Strategist Collaboration of Faith Conference October by the grace of God, stressful and difficult times in business and ministry. I know 
you will be able to identify with some of these and will draw from the wisdom God gave us and the wisdom that God will give you in the moment. Yes. Now exposing you and your staff to this made for this mindset is the key to revitalizing your operation and maximizing your opportunities. This October conference is a must-attend event. I'm keeping it real. I've kept registration most affordable. You and your team must experience I'm saving a seat for you at the 2023 Strategies Conference, October 16th through the 19th. There it is. There it is on the screen. Go to strategistmlc.com. It's time for you to embrace the made for this mentality. Amen. Oh, we can do better than that. Come on now. We are made for this. Yes, we are. We're made for this. We are made for this. Amen. Praise God. So leaders. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, I did mention this in January. So I know some of y'all that already did your little summer vacation and everything else. If you are a leader in this church, you know October the 16th. What bishop we play? I'm going to say it again. October the 16th through the 19th. Leaders, it's mandatory for you. Now, anybody else that's a part of the church and y'all want to go, you can go. It's not mandatory for you, but my leaders, oh, it's mandatory. Hey, I, I see I got to do that. I ain't get a lot of amen. And that's why I'm slow for being in leadership. If God told you you're supposed to be in leadership at this church and you are procrastinating about it, God gonna deal with you. That's all I'm gonna say. Amen. Too much is given, much is required. Now last year I took two of my ministrators and I took one of the mothers, amen, on the mother ministry. This year, the whole mother ministry, yeah, yeah, you going. Amen. Praise the Lord. I, I said this. Ministrators. Got preachers. Preachers are not exempt. Amen. Praise God. If you walk, if you want to walk in leadership in this church, you got to go. Because I need you to see what I'm connected with. So that you can come back and understand this where we going. Y'all ain't saying that. See, it can be different if we didn't have a direction. Yeah. Amen. See, when you have a vision, you must get up under a visionary. Yeah. I have a vision. So I need somebody to show me how to bring this to pass in faith. Y'all yeah. ain't saying nothing. Yeah. See, that's what we have forgot about in the body of Christ. To where is it? Soon as we get another 100, 300, 400, 500 people, now we feel we got to get up on the back. You ain't did nothing. You ain't did nothing. My cousin be messing with boys. You sound like Bird and Mac. But I don't mean to say, but see, we, we think soon as we get 100 or 300 people, we didn't did something. Because back in the day, it used to be ways that if you was a thriving church, you had to have 300 or more people. Who wrote that criteria? That's a flawed criteria. But that's how it was. If you didn't have 300 or more people, you, you 
didn't have a successful church. That's a flawed criteria. Because the word tells me in the Bible whether there's two or three. It didn't say 300. It didn't say two. That's a flawed criteria. But if we're going to be ready for the mass, we need to go and listen to somebody who's handled the mass. I'm just saying, if, 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 just like if I want to become a billionaire, amen, praise God, hallelujah, I need to listen to Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett is a billionaire. Why wouldn't I listen to Warren Buffett? I'm just saying, he got the receipts. Warren Buffett has the receipts. Zemo has the receipts. But I'm just saying, if if we go and listen to people who are who are where we are trying to go, it's the it's, it works the same way in the kingdom of God. Amen. Now we ain't going to Houston to shop. I'm, I'm, I'm searching the room right now. Amen. Praise God. Searching the room, leaders. I'm talking to my leaders right now. Yes, Houston has one of the biggest malls there is, and it's beautiful. Amen. Praise God. You'll be able to do that once we are through getting what we're supposed to get there. Amen. And said that you couldn't. I said, we ain't going there to do that. So I'm not going to stop you from doing that. But you ain't going to do that while we in class and while we in worship service. Ain't going down. So Monday through Thursday, that's what we're doing. Now, Friday, you can go to the mall. If you want to go to the mall, just relax. We'll do that. Amen. We'll do it. Not Monday through Thursday. Not Monday through Thursday. You have a nice time and all of that, but we we going to get in power. We ain't going look at we ain't going to socialize neither. Oh, I'm for real. But see, sometimes you can socialize and miss your class. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask why how you miss your class. Well, Bishop, I was doing no, no, no. I'm serious because we got to be ready for the masses. So we're going to get empowered and bring it back and amen and begin to apply it. I'm telling you, the masses are coming. I'm telling you, we have, we have young men here now that know people. They talking to people. So when they come here, we need to be ready. So we're going to, we going to Houston to get empowered. So if you're working in the auxiliary of the church, October the 16th and the 19th. My word just says 16th to the 20th. We'll be, we'll be coming home Friday. Amen. Praise God. So that's, that's what we're After them all, after them all. After them all. I, I just told you. I just told you we can go Friday. Yes, we can go Friday. Yes, we can then we can, yes. But Monday through Thursday, yeah. Amen. Now you're going to have time. Because we break, amen, praise God. We have classes in the morning, and then we come back at night. So when classes are over, you will have time to do your fellowshipping or whatever. But at 7 p.m., we go into the worst. We go into the house to get that impartation. Because teaching is going on during the day. Night, the impartation takes place. So I want everybody that's in leadership or that's a part of leaders here, I want you to go get it. 
Amen, praise God. And there's others who are here that wants to go. And you are in business. Didn't you hear what he said? He said ministry in business. See, that's why the Lord told me to go get up under that man. Because I was a businessman who had a ministry. Every man of God that's here in the city of Memphis does not have a business. I'm just saying. All of them don't. But I needed a twofold impartation. I needed my business to take off. And I was believing him, the Lord, to take off my ministry. So I need to go to somebody that, can, that had receipts. Amen. And I've been and I knew of him since 90. The late 90s. When I started getting ready for my calling, I was looking at him on the Word Network. I kept looking. It was just something about him, the way he was teaching the word. He wasn't hooping, he wasn't hot. It just he just, man, he touched me. He he was he made it relatable because some of the things that he would share his testimony, man, I went through that. I said, Lord, if I'd have had the faith like you gave him, I'd have overcame that. But I didn't. I derailed it with my mouth. I had a poor man mouth. I was mad. I was upset. Amen. Praise God. It seemed like God was blessing folks that didn't even want to serve him. Amen. That was my lack of understanding the word. Seemed like, man, people who were doing ungodly stuff was blessed in me and I was trying. And I, I'm just talking, I'm telling you this, I'm telling you, in the late 90s how I struggled with this. I needed somebody to help me, amen, praise God. And even when I got called, amen, praise God, I got called, but I still had a passion for something else. It seemed like I was missing something else. And when I started my church early in 2003, I didn't have, I wasn't up under the right leadership. I was going off of things that I thought I knew. And I failed. Y'all ain't saying nothing. But I didn't stop. See, some of y'all fall and you stop. If God called you, you can't stay. You can't. When you fall, you got to get back up. Because he called you. If he really called you, you ain't going to stop. You, you, you can't stop because you, you're not going to be able to be prosperous in nothing else until you obey him and do his will. Amen. And a lot of times we don't obey God. A lot of times we stay in the wilderness a long time because we just won't obey God. We just won't. We just, we just want to lean to our own standing and keep doing some of the stuff we like. God, we grown. I'm grown. You can't tell me nothing. God let grown folks stay in the wilderness as long as they want. And sometimes they leave here with an incomplete assignment because they are grown. They are bullheaded. Y'all ain't saying nothing. They are stubborn. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I was like that. I was, I, was my, I was just like my daddy. He's going on to be with the Lord, but I was like my daddy. Oh, so y'all so y'all just gonna look at me like that. Yes, I was. But see, once I realized that I had to put my name down and put Jesus' name where my name was, I realized it wasn't about me anymore. I realized God was calling me to serve people. So when you serve people, you got to understand some people gonna hurt you. 
But I, I, can't, I can't let everybody fall in that same boat. I have to keep moving on because he built me for this. He said that he would give you pastors after his own heart. So I got a heart like God. You can't hurt me. I don't care what you're trying to do to me. You can't hurt me. It ain't going to stop me from loving other people. It really ain't going to stop me from loving you. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to pray for you, but I'm going to keep it moving. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because the Bible said, touch down my anointing or do my prophet and all. But you have to understand, God was conditioned. So I had to stay with it. Y'all mm -hmm. ain't saying you have to stay with it when folks talk about you in the streets. Let them talk. God will allow them to stay alive just to see what, just to let them see what He gonna do in your life. <laughs> they ain't gonna die. They are not going to die until God showed them. What you meant for them was for bad, but what I got for them is for good. And I just want you to know my good has overtrumped what you got for them meant for bad. Oh, y'all ain't saying that. And some of them gonna have to come back and get it right with you and apologize before they can even go forward. Because all of a sudden, everything they touch is gonna die. So they gonna have to come back and get it right with you and apologize Amen. to you. Amen. Y'all ain't saying Just let you know what God gonna do now. I'm serious. So that's why through or been through or facing now. They've already been through it. And they give us the playbook. They give us the playbook. So that's why when you see Bishop Lady, Bishop and Lady Day, we never get upset, we never get mad, and people talk crazy to it. You don't understand. They covered in gray. You don't know what you said. You want to come back and get that right. God gonna get you. We don't even need to say it. God gonna deal with you because that's the word. Amen. Praise God. Apostle was talking about that, about this big time. Uh, I wanna think that was like a Big time company that once wanted to partner with Love, Love City. And one of the head guys jumped up and said, we don't want to be partnered with you. You ain't nothing but a prosperity preacher. Yeah, they did, they, they, they did, they did, um, what is that? Um, like some, uh, they helped the needy, I put it like that. They, and, and he wanted them to partner with, with Love City. Amen, praise God, and the big man, he talked bad or whatever. Well, a couple of years later, he wanted some of his wealthy sons, they wanted some of his wealthy sons to partner with him. And the head guy who was speaking for one of his sons is Bishop uh, Rudolph uh, McKissick. Some of you know him, you don't. And Rudolph told him, uh, we ain't doing no business with you until you go back and get it right with daddy. <laughs> they said, what? They said, he said, we ain't doing no business with you until you go back and get it with, get it right with our spiritual father. Amen. 
He's my spiritual father. He's Bishop William Murphy's spiritual father. He's Bishop Warren Sapp. All of these five brothers you got at this table that y'all want us to partner with, he covered all of us. So, until you go back and get it right with him, our churches ain't doing nothing with you. Now the time I went back and got it right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, when you, when you have to do things right, you, you won't move forward. Even when you think you are, you won't until you get it right. And that's what, that's what I'm teaching Trinity. Trinity, when you do wrong by people, you got to go back and get it right. If you don't go back and get it right, you're going to be at a standstill. You're going you, you gonna, you gonna to get little stuff and when you should be getting larger stuff. So you got to get it right. You have to get, when you get things right, I'm telling you, you understand you sleep with it. That lifts, that lifts off the burden and it allows the blessings to start flowing. You are holding up the blessings because God already been released it. But because you didn't do right or you did somebody that was a child of God wrong and just because they don't know as much as you don't mean they're not the child of God. Just because you've been going to church longer than them does not mean they're not a child of God because they, were, they had to do the same thing you did and just believe. Now that they believe, you can't keep doing them like they are nothing. You don't have to give an account for that. So it's important that we understand we got to stop doing people wrong. We got to stop talking bad to people. When you talk bad to people, you mess your own blessings up. Talk and treat people like you want to be treated. They might not know as much as you about the Lord, but they do know Jesus. So you have to give them Grace like he give you grace every day. Amen. All he's saying, yes he does. He gives you grace every day. You might have messed up yesterday. He still gave you some grace. All he's saying, you might have messed up last night. He gave you some grace this morning. Amen. Praise God. You might be listening to me right now, and your mind might be thinking about something you ain't got no need. He giving you grace right now. <laughs> Let me go into my word. Amen. Praise God. I'm just saying. Amen. Pull down the stronghold. Pull down the stronghold. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Pull it down. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. Come on, let's thank God for the first lady of this house today. First lady, Davis. Thank God for the first lady of this house. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Honey, I thank God that I'm doing this with you. Amen. God, you glory. I don't mind telling you. you know, you are definitely the sugar on my cornflakes. I need some sugar. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. But I'm just saying, really, I thank God. It is true when the Bible said when a man finds a wife, he finds a good guy. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. And you know, I always share this testimony. I tell people this, really. Um, 
getting up under my spiritual father in Houston, five things happened to me. He changed my mental. He changed my mind. He changed my ministry. And he changed my minute, my, my marriage. And he didn't change my money. So at this point, there's no other preacher can tell me about going down there to Houston because you ain't done none of that. And what you're saying is irrelevant. Yeah, he's changed my mental. He's changed my ministry. He's changed my mind. He's changed my marriage. And he's changed my money since I've been up under him for, for five years. So I'm all right, Doc. Say what you want to say. But that right there, that man got receipts. And I've seen it in my life. Amen. Praise God. And I thank God for that. Amen. Praise God. Because my wife and I, we, we struggled. Amen. Praise God. Because we didn't know how to have the power of an agreement. And when we started going to those first family, amen, conference there, man, he started teaching to husband and wives. And then he did it with the first family. I'm believing next year. Amen. Matter of fact, while I'm speaking, I'm believing next year in February, my sons are going to go. I can't get my sons. My daughter, she, she's a part of the ministry, so she goes. But I'm believing next year in February that both of my two sons will go to Houston with the first family. They still are the first family. I don't care what they're doing, they still part of they, they first family. Amen. They might be doing some stuff ain't right, but they still the first family because they're my sons. Amen. Praise God. So I can't throw them away. Amen. Praise God. God gave them to me. So they still the first family. Amen. Even if they ain't in church, they still part of the first family. They know who the God. They know who the Lord is though. So they just in their prodigal stages right now. <laughs> They just in their prodigal stages right now, but they're coming on back. Amen. They're coming on home. They're coming on. So I want y'all to be in prayer for me that they go with us next year in February. Amen. I'm telling you, I think, and, and that's what I've been praying. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because Apostle said when he went to Dr. Price, he said that was the first thing he asked Dr. Price. How I get my family back? Also, y'all see his brother as the pastor. Y'all understand that, amen, they had, they had difficulties in their family. And as pastors are not exempt now, I'm just saying. So that's the first thing he had to Dr. Price. So that's how God has been blessing to where is it now? We have a group chat and we talk now. See, I'm just telling you all of this happened from us getting up on the right leadership. So we talked to our sons on a daily basis now because we have a group chat. All of them respond. We, we have a group chat. You think that way? Five years ago, it, it wasn't like that. Amen. Praise God. So I just thank God for that, man. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hey, they were all there when Mama graduated. Man, amen. The fact I called us the to be. I called us the Fantastic Five. Amen. Praise God. We were all together. I mean, they grown now. Amen. Praise God. But I thank God. You see, I'm just telling you, we didn't see that five years ago. You understand what I'm saying? But when you are under something that God has done it before, the anointing got to flow down. 
know, I got texts from some of my pastors like, man, I want to congratulate you because you stayed with that thing, bitch. Because they seen what we, what we did yesterday. I said, God be the glory. God be the glory. The dream seen nothing yet. Watch God work. Hallelujah. Come on, let me go into this. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. I'm just so excited. Man, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm excited. And I, I thank God that God chose uh, me to choose my wife, the right wife, to, to help me along the way with this. That's all right. Amen. Praise God. Even business-wise. Amen. Praise God. So she's not just helping me in the ministry. She's helping me in the business. Uh, but I do believe God is going to reward her with her desires. Oh, y'all ain't saying that. Let me say that again. Because she's been faithful to her husband and to God. God will give her some desires that she wanted. And we were talking about it as, uh, this weekend. Uh, she said, well, baby, you know, the business is about to take off so much. I just, uh, I'm just not going to coach. I said, the devil is a lie. I said, that's your desire. That is a desire that you wanted to do. I said, so you've been faithful with me through what God has given me. Oh, yeah, I'm going to support. Yeah, yes, you are. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. God opened that door. You, gonna, you got to walk through that door. I said, I'm going to be right there. I said, the business and the church is going to run itself. That's why God is sending us leaders and sending us people in both avenues. It's going to run itself, baby. I said, I'm going to be right there. You, you was right there cheering me on. I'm going to be right there cheering you on. That's how we're going to do this thing. Now the devil is alive. This is something that you desire that you went, really went back to school. And I said, <laughs> my daughter said, amen, the way she worked us. <laughs> yeah, she used to call my daughter and my son. I said, get one of them, amen, praise God. But she was just thinking, you know, I said, no, 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 no. I'm going to support you. The devil is alive. No, no, what you going to do, we going to do. Yeah, we going to do this. We gonna do this, baby. If God open the door, we gonna do this. Hey, we we all right. We gonna be all right. Like that song, we gonna back track me. Yeah. You gonna do yes, you are. Yes, you are. God finna open that door. You finna coach this upcoming season. You gonna be coaching somewhere. Amen. Praise God. That's all right. One day was at the you know private school. It wasn't meant for us. That's all right. God got something bigger. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. They're going to look back like that movie of temptation. They're going to see you when you win that state temple with them girl. Oh, Mr. Long. She got it right. <laughs> yeah, you should have got it right. You missed that. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right. Acts. Come on. Let's go into the word. Let me get through with this. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Acts chapter 1, verse 14. If you're able, let's stand for the reading of the word. Amen. Praise God. Thank God. Come on, let's thank God for Pastor Craig. Amen. The absence of Minister Sidney Pfeiffer. Amen. Praise God. And we thank God for him and uh, for what he's doing. I thank God for sending him. Amen. Praise God. Come on, let's thank God for the mother ministry. Amen. Praise God. Mother ministry, you got an assignment. I think we plugged into a nursery home. Amen. Praise God. So I need y'all to see uh, Mother Tate after service because y'all have to get um, ID. 
I think background, background check got to get on you so you can be able to do it. Um, we're going to try to do it first and third Saturdays. First and third Saturdays. Now, this Wednesday, I'm going to the uh, nursery home and I'm going to pray for them. Amen. I'm going to start doing that really every Wednesday at uh, 1.30. Amen. Because most of the time, Wednesday, I don't even go to the office. Amen. I just meditate. And my prayer, my prayer is that as I begin to pray for the facility, that Miss um, Debbie will start letting me have Bible study. Amen. A new Bible study at the nursery home. I just believe those ladies going to be on fire for God. Y'all ain't saying that. This day, because I believe God going to give me faith, but this Wednesday, I'll start praying for them, greeting, greeting myself, meeting them. And my prayer is that we start having a Bible study on Wednesday at the nursery home. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you, that's going to grow our church even larger now. Watch God work. Because where mama goes there, look, girl, you need to come hear him. You go see him. When grandma speak, you go. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. But yeah, I'm looking forward. Amen. So all the mothers, you're going to have to get a background check and you'll be good to go first Saturday and third. Uh, Pastor Craig is waiting on the information um, for uh, the prison ministry. Amen. Praise God. And I believe we have some young men that will definitely um, love to go with him. So once he gets his certification, Back from them, he will have the applications, young brothers. I want you to see Pastor Craig, and I want you to get it implemented with him, to, because I don't want him to go by himself, amen? Praise God, hallelujah. So, young men, if you're part of the church, I want you to be a part of that ministry, amen? Praise God. And the men ministry is growing, amen, just like the women ministry. Also, next month is women ministry. First lady is working on something. Amen. Praise God. First Lady is working on something for the month of September. Month of September is Women Minish, uh, Women Month. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I got to make sure next year in the month of June we do something really strong for the men. That's really our month. Amen. Men month. But I will make sure. Amen. Praise God. Acts chapter 1 verse 14. And it said, these all continue with one accord in prayer, supplication. Watch this. With the women. With the women. Women can't do nothing in ministry. With the women. And Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to read this again. These all continue. With one accord. In prayer. And supplication. With women. In Mary. The mother of Jesus. And with. His brother. Won't you look at that again. Look at that. Today's subject. Amen. Praise God. Today's subject is. God's set place. Being in God's set place. Now in verse 13, I didn't put 13 on there, but 13 shows the disciples who now are apostles are in the upper room. 
The upper room is the set place. Are you listening to me? Acts chapter 1 is the beginning of the church. Is when the disciples shift to apostles. In verse 13 it says, And when they were come in, they went up into the upper room where they are brought. In other words, when they came in their set place. I need you to understand. God can't move until you get in your set place. There are some things you should have had by now. But God is shifting you into your set place. When you are in your set place. You must understand the enemy will do everything in its power to remove you out of your set place. Are you listening to me this morning? See, they couldn't do what Jesus did until they got in their set place. The apostles couldn't receive the anointing of apostleship until they were in the set place. All of them. Peter too. You know Peter quit. Peter left. Peter went back fishing. Went back cussing. Because the Lord told Peter. That he was going to deny him three times. And he did exactly what the Lord said. And Peter was saying. Lord no you know I'm with you man. I'm your homeboy. I got you man. Man when everything. I'm, I'm with you no more. They do a lot of talking. Anytime somebody do a lot of talking, amen, watch them. Y'all ain't saying that. Anytime somebody is the loudest person in the room, they the weakest one in the room. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Talk to Bishop this morning. It's tight, but it's right. Yeah, Pete, that's how Peter woke. Peter thought he was the best preacher. Peter thought everything. But the Lord had to literally let Peter, Peter know you're going to be the first one to deny me. When it get real rough, you're going to deny me. And sure enough, outside of the temple, they would say, look here, man. You sure look like one of them Jesus boys. Peter told him, no. What you talking about? I ain't that. And then, and then some more people come. Yeah, he sure will do. They look like one of them Jesus boys. Y'all ain't saying that. Peter denied him again. Here come another one. Here come another one. Oh, and the third one, though, the Bible don't really say that, but when you do your study in the Greek, oh, he cussed her out. You do know Peter was one of those preachers that cuss. You still got preachers now that cuss. Yeah, you still have, and they be saying that the, the Lord is still working. No, the Lord ain't working on you while you standing in his pulpit, amen, and you cussing. A uh, lie. You need to ask God to gird your tongue. You need to, you need to denounce yourself from the, the power of their beat, amen, and let the Lord work on your tongue because you shouldn't be cussing nobody out. That's the way some no, that's the only way they understand the devil is a lie. Oh, this goes on. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. So it's important. You have to, the Bible says, it is well as Peter. God wasn't going to move.
until all of them came on one accord. And now, church, we are beginning to come on one accord. The enemy is going to raise his head up now. The church is beginning to grow because we are coming on one accord. So you got to understand the enemy is going to raise his head. And you got to understand people who've been here longer are going to get in their feelings and the enemy is going to try to make them move out of their set place. I'm telling you what's going on. So you have to understand when you are in your set place, don't let the enemy move you. Amen. You you gonna miss you gonna miss the opportunities. You gonna you gonna miss the blessings that God has for you. You're gonna miss the overflowing of your abundant life because you decided to leave your set place. Be still. Be still now. Be still now. See, once you get in your set place, that's when the Lord begins to move. When he begins to move like never before. And he does it swiftly. Because you're in your set place now. Because those other places weren't your set place. They were just your place along the way to your set place. Okay. I said they were just places where you were along the way to your set place. Now that you are in your set place, you can hear the voice of God. You can hear God speaking clear. You can you 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 can you can you can see yourself when you speak. All of a sudden, that which you speak it manifests. Cause you're in your set place. Set place. Amen. Now, when turbulence come up against you, you buckle up. You ride it out. And while you're riding it out, you're not in fear. You're not in fear. Why? Because now your set place is teaching you how to live by faith. So now that God is using me to speak to you about faith, you know how to ride a turbulent situation out because you put your faith in action. You hear me? Because see, some sometimes turbulence can be a, a, a fact. Turbulence is nothing but a fact. If you're on a plane and when you go too high in altitude, sometimes you will feel some turbulence. Amen. Praise God. And you will hear the captain come on. We're about to experience some turbulence. Please sit down. Nobody move. Y'all ain't saying buckle up. So listen to Bishop. Now that you are in your set place, you might experience some turbulence. Ride it out with your faith. Y'all ain't saying nothing. The fact is the turbulence is happening. Mm. But your faith said. I'm going to ride this thing out. Hey, hey. And after a while, 
you write it out, it starts getting smooth. Oh, all they say. See, it's going to get smoother with faith. If you just write it out, the fact is, whatever's happening is the fact. But you stay in faith because your faith is going to overcome the fact. Just write it out. Just write it out. Just, just write it out. Stay in faith. Watch your mouth. Y'all ain't saying that. Watch your mouth. Amen. Praise God. Don't start cussing because you're going through some turbulence. Don't start acting a fool because you're going through some turbulence. Don't get mad at somebody because you're going through some turbulence. Watch your mouth. Don't you sabotage what God is going to do because you didn't got mad and you didn't forget who you are. So now you start to bring the old nature up and you start cussing. But it's your faith. Keep your faith intact. Just ride it out. Ride it out. See, when you're in your same place, you think different. It's nothing wrong with giving an individual a look versus saying the words. Because your look sometimes. <laughs> your look sometimes can tell me, you know, you get messed up and say the wrong thing. And because I'm a child of God, I'm just going to feel my expression. And when I feel like I. You didn't felt it long enough, I'll just move on. But you got you got it from my expression. You got it. But I ain't gonna let you derail my blessing. You know, I'm gonna gird my tongue. And you'll be able to go walk off and pat yourself on the back. You see, and say, Lord, you see that? You see that, Lord? I'm patting that because I'm fed up. Yeah, you say that to the Lord. Say, Lord, you see that? You see I'm patting that. Oh, Sunday little go by. in God's set place. Here's four dynamics. I want you to write these down and I'm going to try to do my best to be done in the next 15 minutes. Oh, gotcha. My wife said, actually, I see the clock. I the Watch God work. Amen. The first one, amen, praise God. You got to be in divine assignment. When you get in your set place, a divine assignment comes on you. Listen to Bishop. I said a divine assignment comes on you because now you're in your set place. God will begin to make you come in agreement with the man or woman of God that's a, that you are placed up under. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Go to Matthew 18 and verse 19 and 20. Look what it says. Verse 19, Matthew 18 and 19. Look what it says. And again, this is Jesus talking to his disciples. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall touch and agree on earth, I'm talking right now, as touching anything that they shall ask, and it shall be done. And he said that it's up to, he said it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Today I am in agreement that God has some 
someone or somebody or some people to become a sign to this church now. You are assigned to this church now. Why? Why have God brought you here? Because this is your set place for your set up for blessings. Yes, it is. This is your set place now. You, 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 so now that you are in your set place, you got to now come in agreement. Your faith and my faith must come in agreement that you will begin to fulfill the assignment. I must be about my father's business. See, when Jesus became of age, he began to set his assignment in place. So when he got 33, he would be ready to do the supernatural. But when he got 12, he set it in place. Today you are in a set place because you are getting ready for God to pour in an assignment to you. That's why I told you everybody's not assigned to this church because everybody don't want to work in church. Some people like to go to church just to go to church and say that they went to church, but they leave out of church still living an ungodly life. Some people don't want to serve in church. I want to come in and hear the word, and as soon as the word is over, I want to dip out. And sometimes when they dip out, they leave too soon. Y'all ain't saying that. So you have to understand, coming in agreement, that works, that begins to do divine things to line up. Here's number two. Here's number two. Here's number two. I didn't even go to verse 20. Amen. Praise God. But verse 20 said, well, there's two or three touching and agreeing that he shall be in the midst. The Lord is in the midst because we're in the set place. But the num number two, amen, praise God. Hallelujah. It's assignment. I was talking about it with agreement. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Once you come in agreement, God downloads your assignment. He does not give you an assignment until you come into the right agreeable place, meaning set place. Some of us, some people in work going through church now are out of place and they, they, they don't understand why things are not flowing in their life because they will not obey the voice of God and get in a set place, get in a place where they can hear the word of God be spoken into their lives, where the word of God can build them up in their faith so they can walk by faith. They won't get in a set place because they don't want to be obligated. Are they saying that they're in here? They want to be like a, a, a stray dog. Amen. Just go to and fro. I'm going to eat at Jeffro house. Tomorrow I'm going to eat at Sue Ellen house. Tomorrow I'm going to eat at Bessie Sue house. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to just keep going to house to house because everybody going to feed me. And after a while you're going to throw up. And after a while you're going to get sick. Because you can't eat everybody cooking. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Watch what table you sit at. Watch where you go. Because some folks will say the wrong thing and put you back out in the world. Mm. Set place. Set place. Divine assignment. See, a divine assignment is... One that hears from God to know that, okay, God, you have me in this certain place. I, here I am. Now speak to me. God will say to you, I want you to do this with this church to help grow this church. God has spoken to some of you to do something, and you're scared to do it because you don't want to be obligated. 
Shame on you. I come to talk to you today. God didn't place you in a set place. It's time for you to go to work. A lot of stuff is held up because you won't go to work for the Lord. A lot of things God wants to release in your family, but it can't be released because you are never available for the kingdom of God. You won't do everything outside of the kingdom of God. You won't say, I ain't got time to do this for the kingdom of God. And God said, yes, you do. You got time because the way I made you, I made you to multitask. It's just an excuse. We like to, we, we like that. We like that because sometimes because we just want, we, we, we just in that excuse mode. But you can you have the capability of there's so much to be done in Trinity where it's enough for everybody. That's how the kingdom of God works. It's enough for everybody to do an assignment for the kingdom of God. Amen, praise God. If that means, hey, every Sunday I'm going to go worship the Lord, I'm going to make sure I'm going to empty the trash, I'm going to vacuum the floors, I'm going to do something to make myself available. In order to understand your assignment, you must make yourself divine available. So that means you must come to church. You got to get out of that casual coming. I got quiet. See, some of y'all missed that sermon last Sunday. Amen. Praise God. We got casual saints. We come on Christmas. We come on Mother's Day. We come on Easter. We come on first Sunday. Don't see them no more. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Do you know churches still do first and third and third, second and fourth? Or do you do know churches still go on like that? Amen, praise God, amen, praise God. And that's how that casualness came about in the body of Christ, amen, praise God. Because Jeffro was the preacher, so Jeffro can't come, amen, praise God. Because Jeffro a truck driver, and on the first and the third, Jeffro out on the road, amen, praise God. He's only at home on the sucking and the fourth. Y'all ain't saying, Jeffro is the, is the preacher, Jeffro is the male, Jeffro is the child. Y'all ain't got still going in some counties. Jeffro is the doctor. You can't go to town. <laughs> yeah, the doctor do everything. Jeffro doing everything. So church is only on Sunday and for Sunday. Church should be every day. But it's only on verse and something when we come in the house of God. Amen. I still go on. You do know that, right? So just because you're not worshiping on first or third, amen, praise God, hallelujah, what's wrong with you literally still going out into the streets and the highways and the byways and compelling people to come to Christ? Y'all ain't saying that. See, we have a divine assignment here. We are not lazy here at Trinity. We got souls to save. We got to protect down the kingdom of God. And I got to have you right. I can't have you fighting with each other up in here. And we got a, we got the war. The fight is out there. With, with, with Billy Bob because the devil got Billy Bob going to the whole club. Yeah, Billy Bob. Yeah, Billy Bob. Billy Bob taking all his money down to the whole club. You know what I'm talking about. Or the strip club. Oh, boy, so yeah, Billy Bob. If Billy Bob ain't at the stripper, he at the casino. Y'all ain't saying nothing. If Billy Bob ain't at the casino, if he ain't if Billy Bob in the long line with the scratch off, he just... Assignment. 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 <laughs> Billy Bob's on. And Sue Ellen the same way. 
Swelling all on the pole, everything. Amen. Y'all ain't saying that. Swelling got the pale rent, so Swelling feel the way she pale rent. And she use her body. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Y'all ain't saying nothing in here. Mm. Yeah, swelling out there tricking guys. Amen. Oh, how you doing? Don't you want to take this care for me? Let's start a trusting God. That's not your assignment to flaunt your body for 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 income. Your body is the temple of the Lord. Well, you can get in this temple if you got the right thing. That ain't the temple of God. Let me move on. Divine. Mark chapter 16. Mark chapter 16. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, preaching the gospel to every creature. That's a divine assignment. Verse 16. To every creature. Verse 18, I'm telling you, 
That's why a lot of folks scared to go evangelize them these young guys. Cause they, them young guys serving you, they know that. You can't talk to them about it. They shall, they shall take up serpents. And they shall drink any deadly thing. It shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall recover. That's our assignment. You ain't got to be a bishop or a pastor or a apostle. It said, whosoever believe. If you are a believer, you can operate just like I operate. Yes, you can. You can. You have. You serve the same Jesus as I serve. The same anointing that's on me is on you. But you must be in divine assignment. Here's number three. Let me move on. Here's number three. Amen. I got five more minutes. Walk, God, what? Divine assignment. Divine alignment, forgive me. Divine alignment. You must be in the right place. To be aligned with God. An alignment. You know we have to get an alignment sometimes when we are driving in our car sometimes. Veers to the left or the right. Amen. Praise God. And your stone wheel begins to pull when you're trying to go right and it wants to make you go left. You have to go get an alignment. Every time you come to church, you get an alignment. Let me say it again. Every time you come to the household of faith, you get an alignment. Because let's be honest, sometimes our flesh get weak and sometimes we reel to the left. When we need to stay right. So every time you come in the household of faith, the Lord will give me a message to will help you to get yourself back in alignment with the word. That's when you know you're in your set place. That's when you know you're in your set place. Because you know when you come here, the Holy Ghost will speak to me to get you back in alignment, to get you back right, to get you back praying, get you back laying before God. It'll make your flesh come under subjection. Divine alignment. Look what John says. John says this, 424. God is a spirit, but it should be God is spirit. Like to watch the King James Version. God is spirit, not a spirit. God is spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. You can't worship God in spirit and truth if you're out of line. You're out of your set place. You're not going to know how to worship God. You're not going to know how to lay on your face when adversity has came up against you. You're not going to know how to do it. But if you're in a church that shows you how to have an alignment, you're going to lay before God when an attack comes. You're going to declare the word of God. And you're going to speak to that situation. And you're going to command that situation to be removed. You're going to decree it and declare it. And after you speak it, you ain't going to think about it no more.
I'm in alignment. I ain't say I was God. I said I'm in alignment with God. Because that's what it said. It said God is spirit. So if I'm in God's spirit, then everything must line up. Everything must surrender to God. Don't you know when you lay before God and get on your knees, everything got to surrender that's messing with you? Oh, I'm talking to somebody here. I said every time you get on your knees, everything that's coming up against you got to surrender. Because the Bible says every, every tongue shall confess and every knee shall come, every knee shall bow that Jesus is Lord. Every time you bow before God, everything got to come under subjection. Every creditor got to come under subjection. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Every debt got to come under subjection. Because I'm in alignment with God. I'm straight with God. So God ain't going to see me going through. Come on now. No, he's not. Hallelujah. No, he's not. Thank you, Jesus. No, he's not. Because he would say, that would mean his word is a lie. His word is true. His word is true. So when you are in alignment with God and you stay upright, God got to see about you. You stop begging for stuff. It's coming. It belonged to him anyway. You think he ain't gonna bless his son, his daughter? You think he ain't gonna bless? Yes, he is. Just stay upright. Stay in alignment with God and see it. Won't he give you the desires of your heart? Here's number four, and I'm closing. See, I'm right on time. The anointing. I talked about this Wednesday. I talked about this Wednesday night. Talk now, y'all need to stop missing Wednesday night. Wednesday night be powerful. Amen. Praise God. I talked about this Wednesday night. God's anointing. God's anointing. When you got God's anointing, you are able to go through things that most people can't go through. Most people would have been lost their mind. Most people would have been quit. Most people would have threw in the title. Most people would have went off. Most people would have went back like Peter was, doing what they were doing before they got saved. Y'all ain't saying that. But when you God's anointing. The anointing will destroy some yokes. Some anointing will remove some burdens. I'm telling somebody right now, the reason why the burden hadn't been removed is because you have yet to tap into your anointing. You have yet to understand that God is the anointed one. You have yet to surrender to the almighty God. If you would just surrender to his anointing and allow his spirit to get on in the inside of you, God will remove that burden. God will remove that individual that's messing with you. You are divine anointing. 1 John 2 and 27 says this. 1 John 2 and 27 He have received of him abide in you. In other words, he, Paul, John is literally saying the anointed one, Jesus Christ, the anointed one that had the anointing, it abides in you now. And ye need not that any man teach you. Amen. Praise God. The anointing will teach you. The anointing. Oh, y'all ain't saying that. The anointing will give you wisdom and give you understanding. The anointing will tell you not to do something or when to do something. The anointing will do these things if you receive the anointing. But in order to receive the anointing, you've got to be in yourself. But as the same anointing teach you of all things, 
is in its truth. Some of you are afraid of the anointing because you don't want the truth. Some of you get mad when you hear the truth. When you get mad when you hear the truth, you ain't grew up yet. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Because truth hurts. Truth, yeah, truth hurts. People don't want to come to a church that's truth. Y'all ain't saying that. People don't want to come to a church that's truth. When you come to a church that's truth, amen, praise God, you can't stay fickle. You can't stay, you can't stay in a slothful spirit. You can't stay lazy. Amen, praise God. One of the two going to leave. And last time I checked, God ain't going nowhere from his church. Because he said, I'm coming back for my church. And there's no lie. So you got to see, when you get true enough, you stop lying. Yeah. Baby, I was at the gym. When the truth of the matter, you was with Billy Bob and them old posted up looking at young guys. Right. Yeah. yeah, you was at, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you was at, you was at Billy Bob. Well, y'all was at the gym looking at guys. Amen, praise God. You go to the gym, supposed to work out, but you really ain't working out. Only thing working out is your eyes and your mouth. It's tight, but it's right. Yeah. You're in the gym six, seven hours. Amen, praise God. And you've been doing it every other week. Amen, praise God. Truth. Truth. That's all this truth. Amen. I just feel, amen, praise God. When I go to the gym, I go at least two hours. I'm working out because I see I see the results. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So you see some of my clothes I got on now, they bag, and I got to get them checked back up. Y'all ain't saying. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. I ain't got time to be looking my eyes on there. I got. I told you I got my Beyonce at the house. Amen. Praise God. How they do? I'm good. Amen. I don't need to be doing all that. Amen. Praise God. Not all that. I'm getting my money worth. They take that money out of my account. I'm gonna put in some work. Y'all ain't saying nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. Yes, I am. I am. I'm not playing. Don't play. Amen. Praise God. Just truth. Just talk about truth. That's all. You see, truth is true. I am correct. Truth is true. Amen. Praise God. And I found out when you become a church that's standing on truth and speaking truth, and the people in the church begin to speak on truth, amen, begin to live by truth, God will send people to the church that's looking for truth. Whatever the church is, it will draw on to that. There's a lot of people looking for truth. There's a lot of people want to experience the anointing. The anointing is one who lives in truth. The one who lives for the Lord. The one who speaks the truth. Whether it offends relatives. Whether it offends, oh y'all ain't saying that. Whether it offends friends. Amen. Old time friends. Amen. Praise God. They get mad. They don't want to talk to you no more. It is what it is. I still love you. But it's the truth. Who she thinks she can tell me that I don't need to be messing with him. Amen. Praise God. Just because she ain't got nobody, that don't mean I, I if I want to mess with him and mess with him too, I can do it. This is my body. And then when you get something, that same friend that you talk about be right there praying for you. just spoke truth to keep you from this situation Amen. that you are now in because you didn't want to hear from her. Amen. Amen. Mm. Look at God. Look at the Holy Ghost talks. 
See, I'm talking about truth. The anointing is for real. Anointing is just not getting anointed, but uh, getting oil. Amen. Praise God. An anointing is getting in the heart. The anointing begins to live a lifestyle. That's real anointing. Anointing does not take upon things that's unequally yoked. Y'all they saying, or things that's what is things that are not godly. Amen. Amen. Because let's be honest, we all are associated with some folks who are not godly. So you have to discern from that. No, I'm good, y'all go ahead. Amen. Girl, she into that church stuff. Church ain't some some church stuff. Yes, she, she, she's so holy, she ain't no earthly good. No, just because you want to mess with your anointing like that, have your way. That's really not God's anointing, so you don't have it. But I ain't for the tenth of my anointing. I'm good because I have a divine assignment. I have I, I have a, 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 a divine agreement. I have I, 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 I have something that God is placing in me. I have a, a, a divine alignment. So I ain't gonna let you mess that up because you wanna do some ungodly stuff because you got an itch for it and you think it's cool. No, I'm good. She don't do nothing no more. She didn't got with this person. Now she just didn't change. That person was good for her. Amen. You didn't change.
Make sure that y'all share this with people that's a part of this church that wasn't here today. Amen. Amen. See, when you are assigned, God will give you a sucking wind. See, I'm assigned. Yes, last, yes, last night, yesterday, we had a joyful time. Was I tall? Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a young man, but hey, we in that heat like that for five hours. Praise God. Every time we had an opportunity, Israel Lady Davis and, and daughter moved by shade. I was looking for some shade. I really want some shade. I really want some shade. I'm saying, I'm saying. Water tastes so good yesterday. I played with Jimmy Brown. You don't understand. Amen. Praise God. But I still have an assignment today. I still have to show up. You think I wouldn't want to? You think I? You think I didn't want to stay in the bed late? Yeah, I mean, serious. Y'all. I mean, people really. You know, and, and, and people will say, well, you the pastor, you're supposed to be. If you don't believe it, you're supposed to do it too. Oh, no, don't do that. You, if you are a believer, you should have showed up today too. Y'all ain't saying nothing. But, see, when you have a divine assignment, you don't play with that. Because he made that provision for us as a church. And I dare not miss this day to tell him thank you. I dare not want to come and hear a divine word from him. I dare not miss that this might be the day he opens up the floodgates and just begins to flow out blessings all this week in my life. I want to thank God for a church that got a sucking wind. See, because we on the downside of 23 now. We got to be in our set place. Now, I just believe it's four people here today. Four, I believe there's four types of people that's here today. Nobody moving, nobody moving. You may hear me. I should have made this appeal in the beginning, but I did not. Got to talk and I apologize. Well, here, here's my appeal right now. I believe there's somebody here today that don't know for sure if they lay down tonight, they would be, they would go to heaven. They don't know for sure. They've heard about Jesus, but they don't know for sure if they lay down tonight, they would go to heaven. Number two, I believe there's somebody who wants to rededicate themselves back to the household of faith. I believe you want to rededicate yourself. Amen. Praise God. And rededicating yourself here today, if you are a visitor, does not mean you have to join this church. Amen. You can rededicate yourself in Trinity and start going back to your church faithfully. All I say, because you rededicated yourself. It, didn't, it never said what church you had to rededicate yourself from. If you need to rededicate yourself, rededicate yourself. Go back to your church, get in place, and get on fire for God, and let God use you in that church. Here's number three. Here's number three. Amen. Praise God. 
Number three is, amen, praise God, you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You've heard me talk about it, but you're not filled with the Holy Spirit. And you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit so that you can live a victorious life. That's number three. Number four is I don't have a church home. And I like to give my life to the Lord here. And I would like for this church home to be my church home. Did you hear what I just said? That's four, four. That's four appeals. If you are one of those four, come today. Just come today. If you're one of those four, you're what the Holy Spirit. Now, let me, let me repeat them again. Amen. If you are one of those four, in other words, amen, praise God. If you die tonight, you don't know for sure that you would go to heaven. Number two, you want to rededicate yourself back into the church. You've been out of church. You haven't been going to church faithfully. You know you need to start back going to church. Amen. And you do have a church home. But today you are a visitor here at Trinity. Amen. Praise God. And you've heard the word. Amen. And you understand if you want God to bless you, you got to get in your set place. Come. Hallelujah. God bless you. Amen. Praise God. Come on up. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. All right. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. The third one. Amen. Praise God. You want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. If you want the Holy Spirit, amen, you've heard about the Holy Spirit, but you don't have the Holy Spirit, but you want to have it, you can come and receive it today. Come, come. You can come and receive it. You might be a part of your church, and you might have missed that Sunday or that Wednesday that we partaken and impartated the Holy Spirit into everybody, and you want it. Come. Number four, you don't have a church home. You've been coming here, you've heard the word, but you don't have a church home, and you're looking for a church home. If you're looking for a church home, I believe you found one today. If you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. If you don't have a church home, I'm talking about you don't have a church home at all. You don't even go to church. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Come today. We would love to have you. Come on. Come on. Obey the Holy Spirit. Just obey the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Just obey the Holy Spirit. Just obey the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you. If you're a visitor, raise your hand. Raise your hand. If you're a visitor. Oh, praise God. No, 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 no. I know. Now you are alive, y'all. I'm going to go to fish. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. If this is your first time here, yeah. I feel your first time, if this is your first time here. Yeah. And if you came on a Wednesday night, it ain't your first time. Yeah, yeah. it ain't your first time. Amen, praise God. We is the counselor. But if this is your first time ever coming to Trinity, amen, praise God. Amen. I minister as y'all did. You make sure that all y'all are doing it all right. All right, all right. Listen to me, listen. You can put your hand down. If God has you in one of those four that I said, obey the Holy Spirit. That's all I can say. Obey the Holy Spirit. I don't believe God would have brought you here today and not speak to you through me. It's time for you to get in your set place. You are missing so much because you will not commit to your set place. Now if you go to another church and you hadn't been going there because you don't like the things that's going on, amen, praise God, but you're still there, 
And you know how some of us is? That's my church home. I ain't gonna never leave that church home. Yeah, but sometimes God will tell you your assignment is up because you need to grow. And if you're not growing at that church, you and it, it will be it will be your fault that you didn't get what God said you supposed to be got. Because now you you stuck in religion. That's religion. God never came for religion, he came for relationships. You stuck in religion. So you hear me, so understand if you hear me and you still continue to do that, God will pull this up when you go before him. This was the prophet that told you you were stuck in religion. And I was calling you out of religion into relationship. But Bishop, I'm really there, but I'm not there. That ain't the church for you no more. It's time for you to grow. The question is, will you obey? Well, this is my first time. All it takes is one time. All it takes is one time for God to speak if you really have a ear to hear God. You don't have to come back two or three times. Well, I'm going to wait till so-and-so, so-and-so come, and then I'm going to come. Amen. Praise God. When you go before God, so-and-so, so-and-so ain't going to be with you. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Let me say it again. When you go before God, so-and-so, so-and-so ain't going to get with you. Watch this. My wife joined church before I joined church. Well, I think that's out of order. Where is that out of order? Let me speak to your religion. Where is that? Where is that out of order? That's religion talking. Because some religion man didn't told you that she was wrong. You know her hated. Yeah, but God is the head of you and you won't obey God. Amen. Quiet on me right here. Why? I'm preaching a religion church. They'd be mad. They probably wouldn't invite me back. But let me just say that. So many wives are stuck because they're waiting on their husband. And some husbands just don't want the light. So you're supposed to stay in the darkness because he don't want the light? No, 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 no. Oh, mm. you misinterpreting submissive. Yeah, listen to the Holy Ghost here now. You missing it? My wife started going back to church and rededicated herself back to church. She did, and as she did that, she prayed me on in. So if you waiting on your husband. Or waiting on your significant other. And I pray that your significant other is a male if you're a female. And if you're a male, it's a female. Let me clarify that. True. Obey the Holy Spirit. I just believe you fall in one of those categories. The question will be, we're going to bring you in. And I'll be right back shortly. I'm going to go change. We can preach this after that. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.